Oh, we're totally starting. <laughs> Welcome to the. Oh my God, are you starting it over? Just no. start it. Diamond perfect. <laughs> go. Real estate update. Did you know we're Diamond Realty Associates? Are your armpits sweaty? My armpits are sweet. They're itching. Seriously. <laughs> We're four real estate agents from Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Premier Properties. And today we are talking about FISBOs for a sale by owners. KA for sale by owners. Sorry, I jumped. <laughs> I'm sorry, I jumped the gun. Interrupting Cal. <laughs> uh, did we say what's the name of our yeah, podcast? Yeah. What oh, is the name of our sorry, podcast? Real estate update. Did, did you, you know? know? Jinx. So we're going. All right, the do's and don'ts, and then who knew? Oh yeah. So well, we have to talk about Tasty Tuesday. Well, Tasty Tuesday, we're going to do at the end. We've drawn a couple winners. Ooh. Thank you all for checking it out and guessing yeah. on it. That was awesome. We had yeah. such good food. We did. Mm. We'll talk more about it at the end of this segment and how wonderful the place was that we went. Um, but for sale by owners, we feel like that's a really relevant topic. You've either you know, sold a house for sale by owner, know a friend that sold it for sale by owner, or maybe heard great or horror stories. So we're going to go over what it is, the stats on it, and um, some personal experiences we've had. Yep. So the Nas National Association of Realtors has done some research. They have some statistics, and they've told us 89% of all homes sold in 2016, which is their last research thing, Thing. Study. Study. We're sold with the assistance of an experienced real estate agent um, as opposed to 8% of homes for, that were for sale by owner. Um, what else do we want to know? What What I found was particularly interesting um, for this Economist uh, website that we're, we're pulling up here is that for sale by owners feel like they're saving money because you are saving that commission, but you end up losing more money in the transaction. Uh, all agent-assisted homes sold for an average of two hundred forty-five thousand, but all for sale by owners only sold for an average of one hundred and five. Obviously, that can vouch. Um, excuse me, one hundred and eighty. What did I say? Five. five. Oh, not one hundred and five. One hundred and eighty-five. Can I have that house? <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's just accounting for maybe the time they had to take off of work. They didn't price it right. Uh, maybe they just weren't very knowledgeable with negotiating and they were up against a buyer's agent um, not knowing the market or their competition over over pricing your home and so then it sits on the market and then you're paying possibly two mortgages um, there's a there's a lot of different factors that go into selling your home which it may feel like our commissions inflated but there is a lot of things we do in that 60-day period mm -hmm. um if you knew who you were selling the home to for sale by owner homes when the buyer knew the seller were sold for even less they're sold for an average of 168,000. So you feel like you're giving your buddy or your sister, or your neighbor a good deal. Um, you're you're losing the money that you would have made working with a real estate agent. Well, I think too, you're just you're not getting your house out there. Um, I have heard some really good stories. People sold it right away to a family member or a coworker, and you know they they did. They saved some money. Uh, most that aren't that lucky, they're putting a sign in the yard because they just don't know where to market it, and we're we're just seeing. Those are sitting a lot longer on average than something that's listed with an agent. Um, about 89% of all homes uh, were sold with realtors. Only 8% were for sale by owner. So the top three places that most buyers find their home, 51% um, of people find it on the internet. 30% find it through their real estate agent. Only 7% find it with a yard sign or an open house sign. So, so yard signs are not really... That's what the go to anymore. Fizzbos are counting on. Thirty-five percent of Fizzbos are using yard signs, so they're really mm -hmm. cutting out a lot of the market that potential buyers that they could be. 
finding. And the longer your house is on the market, sometimes people start to wonder what's wrong with it? Why aren't other people buying it? Is it overpriced? Uh, is there a big issue that I'm just not seeing that others did? Uh, so the longer your house is on a market because you just have a yard sign and people aren't seeing it, can uh, have pause, have, have potential buyers have pause when mm -hmm. purchasing your home. Mm -hmm. So the do's and don'ts of for sale by owner. What can we do and what should we not do if we decide to go for sale by owner? So referring back to like fair housing, the segment we did last week, you've got to watch your language on anything in print because you are not safe if you're printing anything. But if you have less than three homes that you're doing for sale by owner with, which I sure hope <laughs> that would get tricky really fast yeah. if you had a plethora. Um, but yeah, you just, once again, going back to trying to be a good person. But if you want to do other stuff, you can do what you want as long as you have less than those. Anything print, you are not allowed to be racist, discriminative <laughs> on any level. I think it's also hard as a for sale by owner. You're at that house. You're at your own house. You love that house. And now you're letting people that you don't know into your house. And we've all been there where our clients don't always say the nicest thing about a house. And now you own that house. So that's kind of hard for you. Or flip side of that, you hate your house. I have met people <laughs> who hate their house. I know Aaron has too. And how good of a job are you going to do at selling a house you hate? Yeah, we've asked true. them, hey, can you say 10 things that you love about your house? And they're like, oh, honey, I can't think of one. Why do you think I'm selling it? <laughs> so they're obviously not going to talk up their home while they're going through. Who brought up the um, the episode where Red... Oh, I did. Yeah, that oh. 70s show. Think that 70s show where Red, not, you know, if you're not familiar, then I'm sorry because that 70s show is awesome. <laughs> but if you are familiar, Red is not going to be good at selling a house, period. And then Kitty's so emotionally attached that she ends up kicking him out. Like, no, get out of my house. You're not buying my house. Mm -hmm. Just too much emotion, too. Yeah. I, think, I think also... If you have a nine to five job, how do you stay home for showings? As soon as you get home from work, you're going to have to leave again. Well, no, excuse me. You don't have to leave because you don't have an agent showing it for you. Um, you have to leave work at noon. There goes your lunch break to go show it to someone who may not be that serious. It seems like we get frustrated really fast. How do you really know that fast. there's safe people coming into your house, especially if they're not represented by an agent? They haven't been vetted. So you're allowing people to walk through your home. Are they looking for your medication? Are they looking for your safes? Do you have guns laying out? You know, are there valuables that you haven't stored or put away or locked up yet? Um, so if you are doing for sale by owner and you're doing those showings, that's something to really keep in mind is your own safety. One thing, uh, I mean to cut you off there. No, uh, one, one thing, um, Crap, now I forgot my point. Amber, you go. Um, I would just say to piggyback on what Trace was saying is even in North Dakota Nice, even in Fargo or small communities, you have people looking for this stuff. Prescription meds are probably the number one, but aside from that, technology, um, guns, anything of value. Sorry, Trace's face threw me off, so I forgot. Oh, my stars. Trace face. I was Ooh. interested. I, I thought you were like, why are you not um, okay, I remember what I was gonna say. Crap, what was I gonna say? <laughs> oh, okay, when you have an, uh, you know, another thing, forty-six percent of for sale by owners know that they need to sell their house right away. I had someone I knew that, you know, she she didn't want to take the hit on the commission, but she needed to sell it by a certain time frame, and it, and sorry, it's still on the market. Uh, but they they need to sell quickly, so 
you have an agent going in there who's unbiased, they're not going to give away, you know, this person needs to sell within two months. This person's willing to take this amount. Um, you know, they're not going to give away that stuff that you might, you may give away to a buyer and that's going to influence your negotiating power. Right. Giving that stuff away. It's important too to decide, are you going to work with a buyer's agent? Yes. That is another commission that you're paying. If you're not paying that full commission, you're still probably going to pay that buyer's agent, but they're bringing in qualified buyers. They're bringing in people who have been vetted. They are probably going to not be bringing in criminals or scary people because they've got to work with that person too. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to go with them. So make that decision too. If you're going to be working with a buyer's agent, um, and in most cases, that buyer's agent should help with all of the other stuff. Yeah, you're paying them half of what you would have paid a listing agent because they cover the buyer's agent commission and their own. But that buyer's agent then will, they're not going to advocate for you, but they're going to handle paperwork. They're going to get it to title. They're going to make sure everything gets through and gets to closing. And there's a lot more there. A good, agent. a good a agent. A good agent. <laughs> we would. But the flip Absolutely. side of that, I had a client who... That eight that for sale by owner offered to you know pay part of my commission, so I was helping my client. Well, that for sale by owner had a question about something that they were supposed to pay. Well, I know the paperwork, and I'm advocating for my buyer, so I told him, yes, you have to pay for all of it because they didn't read the paperwork correctly, and I was going to get what I could for my buyer because they're my client. So unless it's it's very risky unless you really know the paperwork in and out and. As agents, we spend months learning that to make sure that our clients and we don't get sued. And our lo our loyalties to our clients, ultimately, to make sure they're getting the best deal and that they're being protected when we're representing them. Sorry. And with our education, um, it might take a few months to learn them, but it's constantly changing. We are constantly learning and growing with our forms, and they're constantly changing. So we always have to stay up on that, too. So the other thing, too... Um, is excuse me sorry um as a if you're buying from a first sale by owner they don't have to provide you with a disclosure on the house so they don't have to tell you any defects that they know of on that house so as a buyer i mean that could be dangerous for you too because mm -hmm. there could be something really wrong that you don't know of and they don't have to tell you mm -hmm. um a good point to kind of back on to amber's as well is when we live on this border state like we do north dakota versus minnesota the, the paperwork's a lot different. Um, so that's something as well that is can very well complicate things. Um, just keep in mind too. And it's not just the paperwork that's different. The laws are different mm -hmm. too. The laws might be stricter in one state over the other. So as a for sale by owner, you might not be as protected as you think you are by just doing it on your own. Yeah. And that's actual statutes created in Minnesota and North Dakota. Each state has its own statutes wrapped into those forms. So you have to be aware and knowledgeable on that. So, okay, if somebody was going to do for sale by owner, what's the best way to go about it? Silence. Find a friend <laughs> to buy your house that you trust. Somebody who's not going to turn around and sue you. Mm -hmm. um, I would say read up as much as you can. Uh, maybe mm -hmm. talk to someone who's who's done it themselves. How did their experience go? What's some, one thing they would have changed? Um, you know, unfortunately we can't even give you advice. Our broker will get in trouble if we have a friend that wants to do it for sale by owner. We, we can't help you with your paperwork. Um, cause we, we can lose our license by doing something like that. There are certain times where it's okay to have a facilitator involved, um, which is a completely different situation where no one's being advocated for on either sides. So and normally in this instance, you've already found your friend or whomever is going to buy your house. That part is taken care of. It needs to be 
hammered out with the broker on exactly how that's going to work. Um, but no matter what, somebody has to be involved to help you through this. It's either going to be a real estate professional or a lawyer. You're going to be paying somebody to help you through it. And the lawyer, you're going to pay even if the offer falls through, real estate agent, you're not going to pay that facilitator fee until closing. Don, or Trace, you have someone that you're facil helping facilitate. Yeah, manage. and it came up because the first time she was doing for sale by owner, she found a buyer. That buyer backed out. They didn't drop off their earnest money. They kind of went against what was being written in their purchase agreement. And the seller was kind of just stuck. Like, now what do I do? So she did ask me to facilitate this time around. They found their buyer. They negotiated terms. So now what I'm doing is just making sure that all that paperwork is correct, that they are, everybody is protected. I'm not negotiating for anybody. I'm not representing anybody, but they know that the paperwork's going to go through correctly this time around. And the earnest money will be held at our brokerage. So if right. something were to happen, the purchase agreement clearly defines what happens with that earnest money. And that's going to be held up in court if they were to argue about it. Yeah. No. Amber, you had a client that kind of got burned with earnest money, didn't you? Yes. I had a client. I still, she's still my client. She'll be my client forever. I love her so much. Hi, Maggie. <laughs> Hi, Maggie. Um, she had, she, okay. So she was looking for a home in an area that's really hard to find in a price point. That's really hard to find. And we found her one, uh, well, she found it on her own. She had lost out on a couple of others prior to this. Um, so she met with the first sale by owner who did not want an agent involved at all, period, no matter which way we looked at it. Um, so I gave her my blessing. I'm like, I know how bad you want to be in this area. Um, I don't want to stop you from that. So, you know, go ahead, do it. Um, little did I know that what type of a situation she was about to be headed into. Um, she signed off on the purchase agreement. She was supposed to be contingent on her home selling. Well, that's what they had discussed, but the purchase agreement did not say that in there anywhere. She didn't sell her home in time. The seller found another buyer, yet the seller kept her earnest money. She kept $1,000 of hers that should not have been kept. And if an agent were involved, that would never have happened. Mm -hmm. um, and my client's just out and that's nothing to cop at. That's a large dollar amount and technically the seller didn't do anything wrong but my buyer didn't know the buyer didn't do anything the, wrong the buyer the seller in the paperwork mm -hmm. didn't do anything wrong but she did not disclose that to the buyer and who's going to you need to know for sure what's all in your paperwork and if you don't have somebody who knows how to read it advocating for you mm -hmm. it's a tough situation well and as far as advocating we did have like i had a client this last fall who bought a house for sale by owner, they wouldn't pay our commission or they only paid a portion. Our buyers really wanted the house. They negotiated the commission. Um, everything closed well. The for sale by owner was super friendly, super helpful. They just really didn't know what they were doing. And then we get a call this spring from our buyers. They're like, hey, we're getting hit with this tax bill for an extra $800 or so that we're having to pay for last year. What is this? It was such a runaround to figure out where that bill came from, who didn't disclose it, who messed up. And even months later, even though it was a for sale by owner, we were still able to represent our client, make sure the bill got taken care of. It didn't come out of their pocket. Yeah. Who, who took care of that? Trace? The title company who goofed on it. But I'm saying who made sure the title company <laughs> oh, did Oh, we it? did. Yeah. I did. Was the buyer we, stuck with it? Buyer was not stuck with that extra bill, but they would have been, had they not known, reach out to your agent, figure out where that came from. Yeah. Trace had the connections to figure out was this right, was this not, and you know the poor buyer didn't have to be stuck over their head not knowing what to do next. And our purchase agreement was written appropriately so that the buyer wouldn't have gotten stuck with that, and it ended up 
being taken care of by the title company. Yeah. I had a, a client, he's successfully closing on a different house, but we were in a contract with for sale by owner. We found it. The guy paid part of my commission. Um, come to find out after my client had spent some money on appraisal, the seller did not disclose that the property was owned light commercial and therefore the deed could not be transferred. So we get almost to closing and the bank says, hey, we can't close on this because there's some weird spots in West Fargo that are still zoned light commercial. So if he were to close and it burned down the next day, he wouldn't be able to rebuild. Uh, he wouldn't be able to add to the house. Um, I did help him with that because as agents, we make mistakes. That is something that I should have looked into myself. However, there was not an agent on the other side to research the quality of the property that would have, in my opinion, been popped up right away if there had been a seller's agent involved and we wouldn't have gotten so far in the process. Mm -hmm. um, so I made it right on my end. I should have checked more into it. You know, we always learn, but it's just little things like that that you just don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and to go in a little bit deeper into what she's saying too, had this went off without a hook, had he went ahead and bought that property, think about what his resale would be, or would he even be able to sell it? You know, it's just sticky situations like that. Unfortunately, I was able, we were holding the earnest money because he insisted on having his own agent. And so he, he got his earnest money back. Um, he would have had to take the guy mm -hmm. to small claims to get appraisal money back. Um, but we, I was at least able to get, he wasn't, he didn't lose more money than he should have, such as like Amber's deal with Maggie. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, what do you think, Don? Don, what what's your opinion on all subject? this? <laughs> well, I had a buyer that I'd showed them a lot of houses. And one day they texted me and said, hey, we found this house and it's a for sale by owner that won't work with you. So I, like Amber, said, go ahead. You know, it's not, you know, I tried to give them the best advice that I could before they entered into it. And... Unfortunately, they weren't in the circumstance to pay me my fee, so they went ahead without me. Mm -hmm. But it, for them, at least it turned out okay because it was the house that they loved. And they told me when they're ready to sell, which will probably be in three years, um, I'll get to sell and help them buy their next and so we're not saying all for sale by owners are a nightmare. You know, no. Don had one that worked just fine. I've heard other stories where, you know, people said I did for sale by owner and it went great without a hitch. You know, I've got a couple of sellers that they're buying. They bought houses for sale by owner. Everything went fine. So it's not, it's not always a nightmare. It's just, it's riskier. And as a buyer, it doesn't really make sense because you don't pay the commission anyway. So um, you should really have representation to make sure that you're, you're taken care of. Yeah. And that was a very good way to put it. You covered a lot of what I was going to say in there. Um, the only other thing that I would like to add to that is we, once again, every single member of this team is client driven, not money driven. We are here for you during, through, before, after all, hopefully the rest of your life to answer questions, help you if something comes up. It's good to have somebody in your corner and you should get that person in your corner for free. So why not utilize mm -hmm. that? And it all comes down to what's best for you. And like we said, some of our clients have had to step away from working with us to get the home that they want. And we would never tell them not to. I mean, or make comes, them feel bad or make them feel bad. It comes down to what's best for our client. So we will also let them know about these scenarios though, <laughs> as we come across them because we want to protect them. Yes. We will prepare them as well as we can. And if you don't heed our advice, we still love you. <laughs> 
Um, so we're going to kind of wrap up. We're going to talk about just a little bit local updates. So what's going on in our market? Amber, you're going to talk about this tomorrow on I North Dakota Today. So North Dakota Today. What are you going to talk about? TV. Um, we are, we're going to talk about many things tomorrow. So tune in at what, 940? 940. North Dakota Today. We'll try not to be nervous. We're much more nervous on TV than on the radio. <laughs> um, Watch for any weird facial expressions. We tend to make those. <laughs> we'll smile. If somebody skips me, I do a weird head flitch thing. <laughs> um, so absorption rates. We're going to do an entire segment on this later. So sorry to just throw this at you right now. We'll explain them all later. But this is how we know what's going on in our local market. So just so you know what's going on in our local market for the metro area. We've got anything 200 to 299 is about three and a half months worth of inventory. Anything six months or more is a, a buyer's market. Anything six months or less is a seller's market. And all of the demographics lower than that 200 are only one month. So if you have a house to sell that you would like priced under 200,000, you should list your house right now. It and will go us. and call yeah. us. We would love to help you. And if you're looking at moving into more of that 300 to a million, whatever price point, um, there's a lot more to choose from. Those just sit longer in our demographic. So, and that's pretty standard. So spring's the time to sell guys. Yep. Yeah. And like I said, look at us on North Dakota today, tomorrow. Mm -hmm. We'll be all fancy, uh, cool. but we'll have a graphic of this up and we can always email it, text it. If you guys are, are wanting to know what these are every month, cause it is interesting to watch. We were actually very surprised at the one month average sale for inventory under 200,000 because few months ago it wasn't that they yeah said it was longer this yeah. last month it's really changed we thought we were going to hit kind of go more to a neutral market but we're still seeing a seller's market um, and if you want to know more we're doing buyers and brews on monday oh, yeah. april 23rd which is this monday this monday, monday. <laughs> isn't it earth day too i think sure um anyway from six to eight here at berkshire hathaway home services premier properties 1815 38th street south in fargo free food free drink food. Free childcare. Childcare. Education. Okay. Drawings. Okay, guys. Oh, where, 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 were we, where were we yesterday? We were at Thai Orchid. Orchid. A lot of you guessed it right. Every, and, and so many guesses. It so was, many guesses. It was delicious. It um, was, we highly recommend it. We want to go back. And it has such a neat history as well as yes. our family came home. Anne. Anne was great. Anne told us about her history. Her parents are the ones cooking in there. They're amazing. Um, so we really want you guys to check it out. We have two $10 gift cards to give away. So JC <laughs> McCaskill Coolish. Wow, way to yeah. butcher that Sorry, one. sorry. I can't even read my own writing. <laughs> and then Brooke Barron. Brooke Barron. Yay. So my God. She knows her. Yeah, I, I know, know her. her. She's my best friend. Um, so we'll post those on Facebook. We'll post some more pictures so you can see what delicious food we ate. If you guys want to see those pictures, they'll be on Facebook, Diamond Realty Associates. You can look us up at buysellfmhomes.com. And hashtag stay classy stay FM. Classy stay FM. classy Oh, how should we tell them they can have their gift receipts? Oh, we're going to do it on Facebook. Pick us up. Come pick it up? No, I'll Come put the information it. on Facebook. Oh, okay. Sorry, I wasn't listening. I have to go to the dentist. Yay, go eat dentist. a Thai orchid. It was go awesome. Eat a Thai Those orchid. people are Highly awesome. Yep. Eat the drunken noodle one. That one drunken was delicious. Noodle. The whole thing Boom. was good. So and what's then, next week? What are we talking about next week, anybody? To be oh, determined. Probably specials. Yeah, yeah. Special, we'll talk about specials. We'll talk about specials next week. All right. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye -bye. Thank you. Stay